This is Sisterhood Unleashed, a weekly podcast brought to you by two mamas from small town Ontario. Grab a glass of wine and join us. Hi, Steph. How's it going? Good. How are you, Amanda? Oh, I'm good. It's mm-hmm. what, what day are we? We're on the Labor Day Monday today. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, this is a big week. I know. This is a really big week. Labor Day is weird, eh? It is weird. This yeah. is a weird, it's a big week and a weird week. Um, for us, we've got Nora going to school one day this week. It's yeah. our back to school week. So I was actually trying to go through. I didn't really go crazy buying back to school stuff. I think we talked about this already mm-hmm. just because she's so little and hadn't grown so much. So anyways, and then I went through her drawer this morning and I'm like, oh my God, you actually don't even have anything that's not stained and ripped <laughs> from the summer. Well, yeah. So we've been sorting through clothes and trying to pull out some long sleeve stuff out of storage this morning. So yeah. that's a terrible like daunting task to sort oh, clothes when isn't you're free humans. Yeah, yeah, it is horrible. It really is. Is, do you have a system for this? I usually just keep like a little, um, well, it depends. In the boys' closets, I have like a small Rubbermaid tote that I keep in their closets that as soon mm-hmm. as like something is too small for them, um, I just put it right in there. I pull it out of their closet right away. And Smart. then when that tote is full, um, but then I try and like every, probably every three months or so go through and actually like have them try things on. So I did that with Silas. Like he has grown, we said this, but he's grown so much. He Mm -hmm. has grown two shoe sizes over the summer. So like his indoor shoes that he had at school this past school year don't Mm -hmm. fit him anymore. And they're like basically brand new because they were just, they were never worn outside. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, he needed new shoes and, uh, yeah, all of his pants are all too small. Like they're too short and even around the waist. I mean, he's such a like lanky little guy, but he's finally filling out a little bit. And, uh, yeah, so I did have to buy him some pants, but the same thing, like it is such a daunting task. And obviously like you have hand-me-downs cause you have three girls. Mm-hmm. I have two boys. Mm-hmm. And so with the two boys, I will save obviously the stuff that's not ripped and stained right. for the little guy, but he's like probably two sizes behind at least. So okay. then you have to store it again. Right. Store it. And yeah. And just like going through stuff, like oh my gosh, at this point, I just want people to come and take it away. Like I'm not selling mm-hmm. it. I'm not going through any of that hassle. Just, you know, I would rather it go to, you know, somebody who can use it. So I'm, yeah, yeah it absolutely. is a big task. It's a, it's a lot to do, so. I know. but it's, it's I know. good. It feels good once you have it done. Right. Where it's like, okay, let's, Oh, you feel so over. accomplished after. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I probably do it every I couple know. of months. I'm going to say, but like when my daughter is so, um, little like you were saying about Nora like not growing (laughs) she's Mm -hmm. just so petite and she's finally started to grow a little bit like out of her you know well a lot of the shorts that she was wearing this summer were like 18 to 24 months or 2t and she's three and a half so I mean (laughs) she's finally starting to grow you're getting such good use out of everything yeah I know so Anyway, I, it's just, oh, yeah, one of those crazy. tasks. It's a good task. Yeah, for it a is rainy weekend. a rainy day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Today is so windy. We tried, we had to bundle up to go for a quick drive mm-hmm. and then I thought, oh, we'll play outside. And that was a no go. It is yeah. so windy out here. We're getting, um, yeah, I think it's been storming since about maybe earlier, but I, I think I woke up to a five o'clock, uh, crash yeah. this morning of thunder. So yeah, the, the lightning was spectacular this morning. Mm-hmm. I had a dog and two kids in the bed with me because 
everybody was like oh. awake and yes. yeah. Just, no, we were going to record at six and that did not go that over well. Happen. So that didn't no. happen. So yeah. no. Oh, crazy. No, but it is, um, feels like a big week. Like it's, there's a lot going on. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, you and I've talked about this a little bit and we don't really have like a, a formal, you know, list of things to chat about this week for you and I, but uh, mm-hmm. there's, a, we both have a lot in our heads. I think that we're just going to spill out yeah. here. I've always felt like September is really a very transitional month. And it's funny mm-hmm. because I remember as a kid loving summer so much and I loved school. So I didn't dread back to school, but September mm-hmm. always was like, uh, oh, summer's over. It was kind of a down month. And then I got married in September and I had a baby in September. And like now it just there's, it feels like there's a lot going on in September because now mm-hmm. it's wedding anniversary and I have a birthday and back to school for everybody. And like, yeah, yeah, it just feels like there's a lot going on. So I always kind of feel a bit of a crash at the end of summer, but typically I have a lot of positive things to look forward to. Right. Um, right. But right now I'm feeling really anxious. Like I'm not going to lie. Like Are I, you? yeah, I just feel like there's a lot. It's he- It feels a little heavy right now and I'm not, I'm trying to not be, you know, a downer or whatever about it. But um, I think I said this before, like it's, it kind of feels like this is ending, like this whole, you know, mm-hmm being at home and we're really going to drastically change our routines again. And that's kind of scary. And it, it makes me feel yeah. a little anxious to be honest. So yeah. How are you yeah. feeling right now? Uh, I'm also feeling super anxious. I think it started, I must've messaged you maybe a couple days ago, at least or in the last week, just, yeah. I mean, for me, I've got to look at going back to work this fall. Um, mm. we've got, Nora starting a new school and of course, um, you know, sending her back after same as you, right. Same as everybody after they've been off for so long. Right. And yeah. I was feeling pretty confident about that. And I still am like in my decision to send her, I guess, as confident as you can feel with sure. so much unknown, but, um, yeah, it's just, I, we don't, we don't have a lot of like celebrations, so to speak this month. So I think I definitely feel that, that end of summer blues, right. Where you're like, Oh, okay. All the, all the parties and, and, uh, yeah, the summer, yeah. just that summertime vibe is coming to an end. And, and yeah, I just, yeah, just definitely also feeling, just anxious about it all and just thinking, oh my gosh, how are we going to get back into a routine of any sort with these three kiddos? Because we have not, like we have not been in in any sort of a routine for the last six plus plus months. Because before that, um, you know, maternity, I was just just on maternity leave, right? So that always kind of comes with just a pretty lackadaisical approach for us. So it's um, pretty, it's, it's pretty, um, yeah, it just feels like an ending almost, which mm-hmm. is not always a bad thing, but it, um, yeah, I don't know. How's, how's Nora feeling? Like, have you noticed any you know anxiety on her end? No, none, none for her. Um, she's not super, <laughs> she's not super excited yeah. about going back to school. But I think that's just Nora. She, you know, she, if you ask her, are you excited? She's no, and does her thumbs down or whatever. (laughs) But um, we haven't been talking. We maybe should have prepared her, I guess, in hindsight now, maybe should have been prepping her a little bit more. I know this morning when she crawled into bed late, we were up again late last night. She crawled in and I said, you know, this is our back to school week. So we're going to start, you know, back to normal bedtimes and up early tomorrow. And she was just, oh, um, because yeah, she's just been having fun like everybody else, right? Of course. Like, yeah. So no, how are your kids feeling? How Silas about, do the twins, like how Silas was it with it? Do the twins understand what's yeah. going on? 
they all know. So this week he goes to school just the one day as well. And then Mm -hmm. they go to daycare two days for the first time this week. So, um, they're all excited. They're they're. I mean, yeah, Silas is excited to see his friends, which I kind of had to explain to him that. So his school is quite small and there's not very many kids in his class anyway, but um, because of the staggered approach, they've organized the students coming in alphabetically. So right. um, he's in the first group because our last name starts with C, but <laughs> most of his friends have last names that are towards the end of the alphabet. So he's not actually going to see them until next week. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and we have talked a little bit about some of the changes and, you know, how he's encouraged to wear a mask and, um, you know, he's got his hand sanitizer that is going to be ready for him in his bag. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a few things here and there. Um, and just to, like some of the changes that are happening within the school environment. But um, he seems excited. He doesn't seem still, and I think I mentioned this, but he he has still <laughs> said the only thing he's nervous about is French because he's taking French mm-hmm. this year. Aww. So, um, but he's like, but I mean, he's always been kind of my go with the flow kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, yeah, pretty um, easygoing with, in a lot of ways. The twins say they're excited. Um, again, like they're three and a half. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I I'm a little bit less prepared as to how daycare is going to look for them. Cause they've obviously changed their protocols too. And now like parents can't go in the building at drop off. So I, I don't know which uh-huh. class they're going to be in. I don't know who their yeah. teacher's going to be. So we just kind of like, you know, just say, Oh, we're, we're going to see, you know, this teacher and that teacher and mm-hmm. all of your friends and, figure it out and they'll figure Thursday. it out. Yeah. Um, staggered like, back like are they doing a staggered start with daycare or no 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 the daycare's been open um since i guess the end of july so they've oh, already had some kids yeah. back in there mm-hmm. and then the twins will just go a couple of days a week depending on when alex is working so okay. um so yeah they go two days this week and yeah i mean i think i think it'll be okay it's going to be an adjustment mm-hmm. for everybody um i for a long time i always said like you know i think the biggest adjustment is going to be, you know, being away from me and Alex all, all the time because mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah, you never spend this much so time at, that. yeah. And you never spend this much time together. So, mm-hmm. um, and it really has been such a blessing. So I'm struggling with that part of it too, because yeah. I, like I really have enjoyed as, as difficult as it's been, I've really enjoyed you know, having, having this extra time. Cause I, yeah, I don't get, I mean, unless I was on mat leave, which let's face it, when you're on mat leave, you're exhausted and mm-hmm. I mean I'm exhausted but you know all of the things that come along with with a new baby with little tiny or, babies right yeah. and so yeah I've been out of that for so long and yeah so I don't know I mean I guess we just have to go into this week and the next month or so with like open arms and try to be positive yeah. and yeah I mean it's good that like I, I'm glad that my feelings haven't rubbed off on them like they're not picking up on mm-hmm. it and I think mm-hmm. that they'll adjust just fine like everything else but it'll be it'll be a transitional month. Like I said, yeah, there'll be adjustments for everyone to make. So I know. And I think everything I was reading was just stressing that, right? Like that parents kind of, again, and we've talked about this, we have to set the tone for, mm-hmm. for the, you know, the kids and um, yeah, just knowing that everybody else is going through the same thing right now, yeah. right? Everybody's coming off of an incredibly long um, and slightly disorganized March break basically yeah. Uh, yeah. that rolled into the summer. Um, and yeah, so I think everybody's going to kind of be in the same boat. And I'm, I mean, teachers too, right? So I think they'll be oh, you yeah. know as forgiving as possible with you know yeah. kiddos that are you know 
yeah, just a little more resistant probably to getting, you know, lining up and doing things off the hop or maybe not like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it's all going to go, but, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. And, and I know Clay and I were talking too, because life is just going to get so much busier um, for us. So, so doing, you know, we were, I was reading like how, how to stay, you know, keep your head above water um, with busy, you know, working full time and and lots of kids and stuff. And I think we're going to have to really try to plan ahead with some things. And I think, are you still good at this? Like planning meals ahead on the weekend? Oh, no, not really. I've never been a good meal planner. No, it's something that I would like to do, but I mean, I pretty much, you know, fly by the seat of my pants when it comes to food and I've part of that is because Alex works shifts right so I know that there's only a few days a week that um we're all having supper together because a lot of the times if he's on nights he's not home for supper if he's on day shift then he's often home quite a bit later than you know my kids can't wait until 7 30 to eat they're too young for that Mm -hmm. as they get older we'll probably you know we'll get busy with after school activities and things like that so we've talked about that but right now I have to feed them, you know, at five, five thirty, mm-hmm. six o'clock, right? I can't wait that much longer. Um, so then on those other days, he's generally home and he does a lot of the the meal planning. Like we we kind of just like bounce ideas off each other and and just kind of figure it out as we go. So but if he's home, you know, we always have like meat in the freezer or in the fridge and oh, some ingredients nice. to whip mm-hmm. something together. together. But yeah. So if anybody, and maybe we can put a post up or people can comment, um, if anybody has ideas about things that help, um, you know, kind of set any, I don't know, I guess, how am I, how am I, why can I not spit these words out right now? People have ideas or tips or tricks and hacks and things for, yeah, managing um, Mm -hmm. many children while working full time and and planning meals and and errands and things. I think um, some of the things I was reading was like using your lunch breaks Mm -hmm. um, wisely, which I know you both used to do right yeah um, when we were working in the office now that's going to change working from home right well because that's the other thing yeah like I'm, you know, I'm you're not on the road or in a city center where you you know can go on your lunch over and grab groceries right so how have you yeah. been or again is you guys just must plan for this I mean the work day right yeah grab groceries and things yeah anymore I am thinking I'm trying to think like we typically yeah, I would do the majority of the grocery shopping like on my lunch break or if again if he was off one day in the middle of the week, he would run out and and go and get some stuff, but um yeah, like I I'm using lunch breaks. We always try to sit down at the beginning of the week and like kind of go over like what's on our plates this week mm-hmm. and like what's happening. Let's debrief. Um yeah, I don't know. I've just found that like as long as we have a general idea of what we're going to have. So like if I have chicken, okay, we're going to have chicken on Tuesday with whatever rice and vegetables, or we're going to have like steak and salad on another night or whatever it might be. Um, I don't know. I try to use my crock pot. Um, and yeah, like the things that, you know, being at home now is going to change that for sure. I guess I could probably, I don't know. How have I been doing it this whole, I guess I've been doing that the whole time. I'm just I trying know, to think of like, or, have I, I made I dinner like, for my family? Well, in the last I know, months? but I summer, guess I have. Summertime, isn't this is going to turn into a talk about meal planning. How oh boring. my gosh. Yeah. Um, summertime, summertime is so easy. At least in our house, because we just barbecue. Barbecue things. Yeah. So there's virtually no meal planning other than making sure we have like, you know, a freezer full of things to barbecue or whatever. Totally. Um, and fresh fruit and vegetables. But yeah, in the winter, I find that meal planning and having dinner on the table pretty quickly after school and work yeah. is like the, you know, 
number one kind of headbanger in our house. Um, So yeah, if anybody has any hacks on how to do that smoothly, Mm -hmm. um, I guess aside from ordering those fresh you know, what are what those? Yeah. The boxes, boxes that show yeah. up at your door. I've done those a few, th- yeah, a few times. Yeah. Yeah. We've fun. done those too, but yeah. um, yeah. So we'll need to do, we did one year, we had a whole list of meals. Like we just went through one day and wrote an entire list mm-hmm. of meals that we cooked. And then each week we would go through and like pick, oh, okay. These are the five meals we're taking off of yeah. the list and yeah. try and do groceries for that on Sunday or pick them up, you know, as able during the week. So yeah, I'm not sure yeah. how this this year will just be a little bit different. So yeah, you'll get um, through it. Mm-hmm. I do remember last winter, a couple of, like I would make a more elaborate dish on the weekend. And then, you know, we have leftovers on the leftovers. Monday or Tuesday. I've done that before. Um, or I've done like some stuff at night. So there's one Instagram account that I follow um, called the Lean Green Bean. Oh, she's okay. a, I think she's a registered dietitian. Um, mm. And she does all kinds of like meal prepping, but not really prepping, if that makes sense, like not full meals. So she'll just prep certain ingredients. So like on a Sunday, she'll make a big batch of rice or quinoa and leave it in her fridge or her freezer. She'll actually freeze cooked quinoa and then pull it out after or cook vegetables and pull it out just to reheat so that it helps her. Now, I don't think she works outside the home. Like she's self-employed. She's got three young kids who are like six Mm -hmm. and under, I think. And, um, but her, you know, her husband also works full time from what I can gather again, like, Mm -hmm we're not super good internet besties yet, but maybe one day, but (laughs) um, yeah, but I've always thought that was cool. She does have a program called the dinner spark. I have to look it up and it's like a meal, a meal planning program. That's like a digital download, but it, um, it's more just like different ways to prep certain things and like how you can use ingredients in different ways, which is more like my style. So I haven't actually Mm. bought it. I've looked at it. I think it's kind of cool, but yeah, she's always posting on her Instagram stories like her, you know, she spends like 30 minutes on a Sunday afternoon or sometimes two hours on a Sunday afternoon, like chopping up veggies, pre-cooking things, like just Mm -hmm. having that stuff ready so that, you know, you can either throw it in the oven and and roast it off or, or whatever, bake it off, um, on the night or, yeah. So I've always thought that was kind of a good approach because mm-hmm. then you're not bound to like, cause like, what if you plan to have, you know, coconut curry chicken and rice on a Tuesday and then Tuesday comes and you're like, I don't want that. Like, <laughs> what was I thinking? Right. Like that's what the whole yeah. thing about meal planning has never appealed to me. I like yeah. having some flexibility. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to check her out then. Cause yeah, we are just always like forever. Yeah. Like I said, forever lost in this department. So I will yeah. check her out then. Okay. I'll send you her. I'll link her profile. Yeah. Too. Yeah. She's cool. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I know. You know what else I did? I think I talked about this a few weeks ago. I signed up for a yoga teacher training. Yes. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited. And I also got this like course syllabus. It is going to be intense. Really? Um, I got that this morning. Yeah. And then I was like, almost second guessing myself because I'm thinking, how the heck am I actually going to carve out time? And this kind of then brought me back to all of our conversations we've had about how important it is, right. To, to do, you know, for moms to especially, or or women in general to have carve out time for self-care. And I think that taking a yoga teacher certificate on the weekend is like, 
it's, I mean, that's a form of self-care for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm like, I start to panic reading through and there's so much reading involved in, of course, like reports and, and then just the hours you have to put into the certificate. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I may have bit off more than I can chew. Um, or it might be totally therapeutic and, uh, exactly what I need. I guess I'm going to have to, to wait and see. Right. So, but I had like admittedly a moment of panic where I've said to Clay, Oh my God, like, do you think I should be doing this right now? Like, is this the right time? You know, fall seems so busy kind of at a glance as it is. Um, Mm -hmm. and he's like, well, you know, it's going to be busy and you know, you already signed up and you paid and you know, we're going to make it work, which is his, you know, answer for everything. But, uh, is it like a go at your own pace or you have to do like, really? No, it's like scheduled. Yeah. They're scheduled like attendance. So it's, uh, it's on the weekend. So that's Mm going to of course be, be more doable than not, but, Mm -hmm. um, and it's for, I think it's only four weekends long, but, um, but no, okay. it's, yeah, like it's, uh, yeah, you have to be, you know, you have to show up on for the, for the sessions. So mm-hmm. no, it's not going your own pace, but maybe I think the structure, I mean, there's this whole part of me who's of course thinking, oh no, have we taken on too much? And then this other part, that's really kind of, I think needing routine right now a little mm-hmm. bit too. So um, so yeah, hopefully I'll have to keep you posted. I don't know yeah. how it's going to go. It might be a total shit show. Like I can't else, wait. But I can't yeah. wait. So I think when it's all said and done, I will be glad I did it. Um, and yeah. like, you know, bring it back to the whole self-care piece, because I think that's going to be the first thing to go for a lot of people mm-hmm. as we resume our busy schedules again, right? Is like, what are we doing for ourselves? So yeah, exactly. And you know, it's funny because yeah. when we, when we first started, quarantining. I know I've said this before, but like everybody goes into this like panic mode, right? Like I, if I think back to what happened in March and all of a sudden it was like, okay, stay home. Everybody's got to stay home. Kids are home. We're all working from home, whatever. And you know, all of a sudden, yeah, we were so busy before, right? So like every mm-hmm. weekend we had now, again, with Alex working every other weekend, that made a difference. So on the weekends he was off, we would cram in all kinds of stuff. Even yeah. on the weekends he was working, you know, I'm with the kids, we're going out, we're going to Costco, we're going to hockey practice, we're going to swimming, we're doing all of the things. Mm-hmm. And I still, I'm excited to do some of that stuff again, but it was really nice to not have to do a lot of that stuff for a long time, right? I so I think as we re-enter and re-open, um, I guess, whatever the terminology mm-hmm. is, as we start to do things again, it's nice to be able to say like, okay, yes, we are going to be busy again, but I'm going to make time for the things that I want to be busy with. And so like, we're going to prioritize certain things. So maybe we're not doing five extracurriculars, which I wasn't really doing before, but like, you know, we're really going to try and, and make this work where yeah. it's been nice to not have to go, go, go all summer or all spring. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's something that we can, you know, as we, yeah, as we get back into whatever this new normal is going to be, we're not, you know, we're picking and choosing We're we're yeah. deciding what's important and this is what we're going to spend our time on. And if, yeah, yoga teacher training is super know, important. Something that I still wanted to do. Yeah. Exactly. So it is, right? Like if that's, you just have to set an intention, right? And if this is something, yeah, you pick and choose for sure, right? It's something you really want to do. You just have to make time for it, right? So exactly. Absolutely. Uh, I think it's a good approach. Now, are your kids doing any extracurricular activities Uh, this winter? Have you signed them up for anything yet? Well, we had to um, sign, we didn't have to, but hockey registration opened up 
already. So okay. we signed Silas up. We haven't paid her anything for it yet. Like they haven't even released when we're getting on the ice, but I know that they're trying to, you know, put all of those details together and we're going to do okay. that. Um, I'd like to do something for the twins. Like I was trying to think when Silas was three and a half ish, we did gymnastics, right? Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. Yeah. And that was so fun and he loved it. And I would love to do something like that for them. Um, it, it Again, it's challenging. Now I'm going to be running you know, three kids, three different places mm-hmm. every weekend. And with Alex working every other weekend, that makes it more difficult too, because, yeah. and if we have to be in different places at once, that's a little bit tricky. Um, so haven't signed them up for anything yet, but we're mm-hmm. kind of debating our options. I wanted to do swimming lessons for all of them again this summer. And we didn't get to do that. Um, cause they weren't offering, um, at the outdoor pool anyway, they weren't offering, um, classes for younger kiddos so we didn't do that but um yeah I'm not sure what we'll do I'd love to find like you know I've talked about yeah maybe gymnastics again maybe fall winter swimming Mm -hmm. Um, just something they they, Alex does take them public skating um Mm -hmm. on the days that he's off he's always been really good at that and they both seem to like that so he'll definitely continue doing that when you know it's open and ready to go again um But yeah, otherwise I'm not sure what we're going to do. I think I need to put Rowan in dance. Like she is, she's quite she such a, yeah, like she will definitely be a ballerina. Um, so we'll see. I haven't, I'm probably late to that game already. Well, I think you can almost go month by month with some of the dance studios. So yeah. Probably not yet. It's just like yeah. you said, finding something that's going to work with the hockey schedule, right? So you're mm-hmm. not going in too many different directions, but somehow people have always made it work. And I think, yeah, I if you're just choosing one thing each, right? It's yeah. not going to be as crazy as maybe we would have let ourselves get in other yeah. years, right? So, and Although I know I was surprised hockey at five years old was mm-hmm. two to three times a week still. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh. They had practices every Saturday and Sunday and then sometimes on Wednesday evenings too, which was a lot. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's good. I mean, you know, they're getting lots of ice time and learning and, and everything. I think it's great for them, but it was a lot. So that's a big commitment for, yeah. and that was just for Silas. That, that was, was just, for, just one for, kid, some, eh? for one kid. Oh, yeah. Wow, so, yeah. So, um, oh, well, maybe you will be busy this year maybe. again. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, no. What about you? Have you signed the girls up for anything? Uh, Nora had actually, we do gymnastics. So, yep. um, and we had a credit left from last year when with the camps, things getting canceled with COVID. So, we use that to sign her up for another round nice. of gymnastics this fall. I think it's a, sh- it seems like a shorter season. I'm not yeah. sure. Sh- right off the top of my head but uh yeah we signed her up for that on Saturdays and it's just it's not going to be the same because they can't go in and watch like oh, I so love yeah. doing that with her I know. Um, but because of COVID-19 they don't want anybody like any more bodies in the facility than sure necessary so um I almost considered not signing her up because of it but then I talked to her about it and she was like no mom I'm fine going in by myself so, and uh so we just went ahead with it and yeah I guess so I'll just up grabbing groceries or pacing the parking lot outside waiting for an hour and a half so crazy but yeah that's it I feel like Iris I mean she's probably ready for something yeah Um, but then I also kind of feel like oh she's still so little because she's not even three yet right yeah yeah um yeah so maybe we'll do maybe just spend some more one-to-one time with her oh my god that poor child I don't know if anybody else feels like this with their middle kids but because we have such a I mean she's still a small baby she just turned one and then Nora who's you know forever you know we're taking her to part well I mean used to be taking her around to things and mm-hmm. and signing her up for stuff I, I just feel like Iris gets the short end of the stick so yeah much, so. 
actually, which, which reminds me, oh my gosh, I think I told you this already, but Friday night, so we were just having a lazy, quiet night in. I was going to watch Shit's Creek at, and go to bed. Um, we were just getting the kids ready for bed and Iris comes out of the comes out of her bedroom just crying. She had shoved a tiny Lego piece up her <laughs> nostril. Like, and I'm telling you, Steph, it was right <sighs> up there. Okay. Um, so yeah, it was crazy. She, it was right up there. Oh I, of God. course, had to go get Clay, was putting the baby down and you know, he comes in, we've got the phone flashlight and tweezers trying to get it out. We could not get this frigging thing out. She's wailing. Clay's like, why did you do this? Trying to get a reasonable answer out of her, which was not going to be happening. Uh, <laughs> I called the emergency department. So I'm like, wait, we're not going to get this out. And they said, yeah, we've seen it. Bring her in. And so off we had to go to emerge on Friday night. Oh my gosh. And yeah. Oh my God. When we got there though, it was actually, I mean, they moved us in so quickly. They were awesome. I had had a big pep talk with her. Now this kid is also, you know, chipped tooth and it's not her first time. Eyebrow open. Yeah. <laughs> She is like, you know, she's done this before. So I talked to her about how this wasn't going to hurt as much as the stitches and we're going to get it out. And uh, it was really easy, which is, so there's a hack. To yeah, get please Lego. enlighten us. We can't figure yeah. out dinner at our house, but now we know how to get Lego out of our kids' nose. The doctor actually, before getting like a long set of tweezers, just had me um, plug the nostril that wasn't didn't have lego up it so plug the opposite nostril and blow really hard into her mouth and so i did this a couple times and the freaking thing shot right out so <laughs> i was like perfect now oh, i have a new parenting skill so amazing. um and i'm sure i will have to use it again with these kids so yeah. yeah so there you have it folks if your kids shove things up their noses um it's actually you might not have you could probably avoid an emergency trip to to the hospital so that's amazing oh my gosh yeah. these so middle children was, yeah yeah so anyways I feel bad for her so maybe we should be giving her a little more attention so she's not doing things like that so um, oh my gosh that's so funny yeah. it made me think when I saw you posting that this isn't quite the same but you know there's kids like sometimes I was, I was always a clumsy kid, but I never really like seriously hurt myself. Do you know what I mean? Like I'd never, mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever had stitches aside from like a surgery. Break anything. No, I never broke a bone. I was I, like, I'm, I'm not athletic. I'm not mm -hmm. graceful. Like I, I always think like, you know, when you have three kids, the odds of someone getting seriously hurt, uh, you know, a yearly or semi-monthly or whatever, trip to the ER, like that's just going to happen. You got, you got yeah. a lot of kids, like that's just going to happen. And so with Silas, like he was never, knock on wood, he's never really seriously hurt himself. He's never had to have stitches. He's never broken a bone. Um, yeah. And then when Rowan was about 18 months old, she fell off the deck and broke her wrist. And I knew that like within a couple of minutes of her like getting up, I mean, it wasn't a, a, a long fall. Like it was, you know, she just kind of tumbled off the the side of our front deck and not from very high and she just fell on her arm the wrong way. Her wrist was broken. She only needed a, um, like a splint for about a week. She didn't even have it fully casted. It was a splint and a very small hairline fracture, um, and healed perfectly fine. And you know, at 18 months, like their bones are so weak, but you know, everything heals so quickly. So, mm -hmm. but then about six months later, yeah, it was the spring of the next year. 
Everett fell. So he's, I always say he's my middle child because he's the older of the twins, right? So mm-hmm. I, we always he's like technically joke. Your middle child. Yeah, he's technically the middle child, mm-hmm. right? He fell in the garage. He slipped on, somebody had spilled some bubbles. It was spring, was that last year? I guess so. Somebody had spilled bubbles and um, he fell. And for about two days, we had gone, like we went to the hospital, did an x-ray, nothing came back. Anyway, I knew that there was something wrong. Took him to a different hospital. Sure enough, broke his leg. Um, right near the ankle and he was in a cast for a long time so he had a full cast for probably over two weeks from his like foot all the way up to his thigh his groin area even though the break was so um far down in his ankle (laughs) and the doctor at um at the hospital then said oh we have to cast all the way up over his over his knee because kids can wiggle out of casts so easily like we see it happen all the time so Mm -hmm. okay that's fine and then he got an air boot a couple of weeks later after he got that cast off and got a walking boot anyway Mm -hmm. so we finally got through that we were almost done with the walking boot and at that time he was still in a crib and one night in the spring Alex had gone golfing and uh, I put the kids to bed no big deal (laughs) and all of a sudden I can hear him like kind of whining and crying and then I hear him shrieking like okay, like something's wrong. So I rush up to his room. Um, I didn't really see anything on the monitor, but I was the kind of scream that I was like, okay, I need to go and like find out what happened. Mm-hmm. And his yeah, leg you is- know the difference. Yeah, you just heard that different oh. scream and his leg was stuck yeah. in the, the other leg, not the broken one. <laughs> so at this point, and I'm like, oh, like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I have, you know, the other two kids were almost asleep, I think, but- they were there sleeping and he's stuck in the crib and he's already got one broken leg and I don't want him to break the other. Anyway, I couldn't take the crib apart. Alex was a good hour away and like, he was like calling me, trying to walk me through things and calm me down a little bit, but there was no way like I could not get his leg out of the crib. It was, he'd wedged over his knee all the way in. It was so bad. Anyway, long story short, I just went to the garage and got the handsaw and cut the crib rails and (laughs) got him out. And it, it looked like a crime just scene. The whole yeah, crib. I just ruined the crib. I mean, he was, oh, but he was half, free. So yeah, yeah we just turned the almost crib done with it. Yep, yep, it was fine. Oh. The rest of the crib ended up going in the in the fire pit, and we had a good bonfire oh, with it. But you know, and when I saw your iris story, it was just like you know that yeah. is that's going to be back to that. Yeah. And it's one of those things where you're like, okay, things I thought I would never have to learn to do with my kids as a parent, right? So like blowing into your kid's mouth to shoot a piece of Lego out or cutting them out of the- going to be necessary. Right, right. Or cutting them out of the crib. Like all of these things, right? Superheroes. We're superheroes. We are superheroes. And I do a really bad job of- um, like baby albums slash I have never done them. <laughs> and every new maternity leave, I say to myself, I'm going to organize. I still have an old laptop that I have all of our pictures on. I keep yeah. saying I'm going to organize and then put all of these photos into some sort of photo album and, yeah. or, you know, some place where I should, and I should be writing this stuff down. Right. Yeah. So at Iris's wedding one day, I can tell a story about how she shoved a Lego up her nose when yeah. she was half so or totally. almost three but totally. yeah uh, i actually crazy. have a hack for that amanda i just thought about that when I mean, this is going to be our what's hack that? episode um when i had read something a long time ago but when silas was little to make an email address for your kids so i've made an email account for all of our kids yeah. and i send them like funny pictures and emails yeah. i write them like little notes through the year of like mm-hmm. you said this funny and like i'm terrible at baby books too but i always have stuff saved on my phone so 
I know mm-hmm. when Everett broke his leg, I sent him the, an email with the picture. And then once they're old enough to have an email address, mm-hmm. right. Or maybe even older, like later in life, I'll finally like show them that this is, but yeah. But yeah. On like the Aww. birthdays every year, I send them stuff. I always email like, you know, pictures with Santa. I haven't done it in a while. I actually need to like start Go back and stuff do off it. again. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah. So that was one thing that I was like, okay, I can quickly do this and write up a little note and have that saved. So Aww, like, yeah. Things that they say, like funny. The recap. Oh, that's a such a good idea. Yeah, I need to do something. I wrote, I journaled for Nora Mm -hmm. um, throughout her first year, and then I've done nothing, nothing for the other kids. So, um, yeah, I would find the time for it. It's so hard, and that's this whole episode has been consumed best talking about how basically I'm feeling nervous about not having time for things. So yeah, that but that's something that I think again probably should make some time for at some point because um I think they'll appreciate it one day maybe maybe not I don't know I always like going through my baby stuff so um yeah the one nice thing is that because we do have cell phones with cameras like our parents never had that right I'm taking pictures constantly oh I would like to know gosh I'm just gonna look at my phone I have on this phone I can't even tell oh my god do you want to guess yeah. 40,000 photos. How Six, many? 16,206 16. photos. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. And put those all into the cloud. Yeah. Oh yeah. They all are. They're all backed mm-hmm. up. That's one thing I did. I started paying for like cloud storage. So mm-hmm. that I could, me too. Yeah. Cause I like, I, I always have little cute videos and stuff when we were camping last week. Oh my God. I didn't give a camping update. Yes, yeah. Yeah. We were camping last week. Our campsite had tons of daddy long leg spiders on them and so we were talking about all the different spiders and Everett kept calling them that daddy with the long legs is having you know it's coming on our tent again and like just just, just so like little (laughs) cute little words like that where it's like so anyway you want to forget that stuff so have you been now I know we've talked about this repeatedly but your this was your you know big finale camping Mm -hmm. trip of the summer um are you a camper now Steph how was it I have to go on record saying that no, I'm still not a camper. Okay, but I did <laughs> have it. I I did have a good time. We did have a good. lot of fun. We will inevitably camp again. I mentioned before how I would like consider buying a trailer. That's got to happen. We're gonna have to mm-hmm. buy like a little pop up trailer. So if anybody has any good leads on, you know, something small, clean, something I can tow with my van, not very expensive, but improvement over sleeping in a tent, I am all years but yeah no we did have a really great time um and yeah like all three days at the beach and just hanging out and it was so nice to be you know just disconnected and no Mm -hmm. screen time for any of us really because we were on a non-electrical site and our cell phone batteries were not great like we didn't use them so yeah it was just really nice we had a really great time the kids loved it um and I think that's why I was kind of feeling down this the last few days too because we just had mm. so much fun and I it was you know yeah, kind of a and off the high of all yeah. I was actually reading an article about how you know depression and anxiety can spike after something good happens um so like after Absolutely. you know the anticipation and the buildup of you know doing all of this and you're excited and you're it's like Christmas right like everybody has mm-hmm. a little bit of a yeah after Christmas blues yeah post Christmas blues end of summer blues yeah so. Yeah, I think it's normal. I actually, I was reading here too, um, 
so so there's you know researchers or, or therapists or whatever had actually coined the term autumn anxiety oh. which i think totally captures kind of what we're what we're feeling so if you just go into google there's a ton of articles on autumn anxiety of all things um but anyways it talks about um some things you can do right so um i guess to combat it so of course any sort of cardiovascular activities. Mm -hmm. Um, so just like, you know, getting your heart rate pumping and walking. Um, I, yeah, I know this works like almost instantly for me. Mm -hmm. Um, but it gets that extra stress hormone, uh, stress hormones out of your body and gets the endorphins pumping. We talked about this last weekend with, um, Alana Doxeter as well. Um, breathing and medica- medication, medication could work, but meditation <laughs> um, and mindfulness uh, always are helpful um, during this. Like, so this is just some really, some kind of basic stuff, right? But um, mm-hmm. yeah, so there's the Calm app. It talks about actually using the Calm app in this one article mm-hmm. um, or the Headspace app. So I think I have both of those on my phone actually. Um, try to still get an adequate amount of vitamin D and, or start taking vitamin D supplements in the winter time. Mm -hmm. Now I can find out, I want to say though, my naturopath and the nurses at work have suggested in the past to take like a thousand, at least all adults should be taking at least a thousand, what is it? Units? I don't know. Anyways, uh, vitamin D, um, especially in the winter time, because we just don't get enough sunshine. You can even see already the sun, the days are shorter, right? Um, obviously Sleep is important um, to just rest. And then, of course, to try and keep up with um, your gratitude journals. Um, just even like whether you write it down every night or say it out loud, you know, what is something you're grateful for, even though the summer is coming to an end and we had so much to look forward to and keep us busy with during the summer. Um, yeah. And then just, you know, I guess what are some more things I was reading just watch what you're eating, which I don't really have a whole ton to say about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. They just talked about cutting caffeine, which I can um, never yeah. ever bring myself to do, no matter how bad my anxiety gets. No, I just no. can't because then I'm, I mean, I'm just so tired mm-hmm. <laughs> with kids still with the three of them. Somebody's always up during the night, but yeah. I'm still yeah. hanging on by a thread and a cup of coffee most days. Um, but yeah. And then, of course, you can always get help, find a good therapist. I know Becky's still, I saw her posting some stuff. She's still, mm-hmm. um, you know, taking clients into the fall and winter. And, and yeah, but that, so anyways, I, I don't even know how I got off on that tangent. I was oh, talking no, with the autumn funny. anxiety. So. Yeah. Yeah. So a long time ago, I read something on, I don't even know, some, some, probably something that came up on Instagram somewhere, but it was about Mm -hmm. four habits, four small habits that you can do every day to change your life. And I've added a fifth one, but make your bed and tidy up your space in the morning. And I was like a a professional, not bed maker, but Mm -hmm. I try to make my bed every morning so long as there's not somebody sleeping in it still when I get up, um, take some quiet time to meditate, move your body for at least 30 minutes every day Mm -hmm. and prepare like a to-do list of, you know, goals for the day. Um, which I like the, yeah, the gratitude aspect of it too, or just like Mm -hmm. a list of like, you know, what, like we talked about a couple weeks ago, just downloading your thoughts onto paper and like all of that. But the the one thing that I will add is drink more water. And that's something that I know (laughs) we always hear that. Take a sip right now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, we always hear that, but it's true. You know, I never 
used to drink a lot of caffeine, like pre kids. And mm-hmm. I used to drink so much water. Um, and I noticed that now I just, I, yeah, replace my, a lot of my water intake with caffeine intake. So yes. Oh my God. You know what? I have not been drinking enough water lately at all. Mm-hmm. And I feel like everywhere I go, that's what people are saying. I know. Drink more water. So yeah, I think that's such a good list. Thanks for sharing that. Uh, It's just something that like, it tries to like, you know, even if you're, you wake up on the wrong side of the bed or you're having a crummy Mm. morning or it's been hard or whatever. Like if you can do a couple of, at least a couple of those things just to, to help and then maybe try and turn the rest of your day around. But yeah. Some days are just going to be shitty days. Like sometimes they are. Sometimes that is hard, right? And and I that's know. okay. Deal with it. And then yeah, and in some days, yeah, you are just going to sit in your pajamas for yeah. you know way too long. Or and as we move roll back into things opening up, and routines getting busier, or schedules getting busier, and routines getting more strict. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we talked about this. Like if it ends up feeling too overwhelming, you can make a change, right? Yeah. You can, step back and say, you know what, we've taken on too much. I need to start something else or end something or, you know, get help. Just Mm -hmm. ask for help. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's so huge. That's so true. I was stressing. That was like, that hit me hard today. I was like, oh no, I got my schedule of things for the training. And I thought, oh no, how am I going to have enough time for this with the kids in school? I started to panic for a minute. And then, yeah, one of my family members just said, Dory, you know, if you need help, just ask for help. We'll help you. And I'm like, oh, I didn't, that didn't even cross my mind asking for help. (laughs) Right. No, typical. So well, but it's true though. And I like, I'm notoriously bad at asking for help or like admitting yeah. defeat. I'm, I think we've talked about the Enneagram a little bit, but I'm an Enneagram type three. So I'm mm-hmm. very like textbook three. If you follow any of the Enneagram I don't. Um, stuff now you need to do it. We need to, mm-hmm. you know, do a lot of the this. life path numbers. Yes. But, you and I've talked about um, that too. Yeah. I don't do the um, other, so. but I'm very, I'm an achiever. So like that's yeah. my Enneagram type. And like, um, I'm very much like, go-getter, like doing, you know, doing all the things. And so I'm really bad at asking for help. And like people have told me that before, but it's true. And I also feel like, you know, people have their own stuff going on. Like if I feel like this, you got to feel like this too. Right. And so I don't want to, but you know, like I'm so, I'm so thankful for, yeah, the people that I can turn to in my life to help. And yeah, I'm here to help too, Amanda. I'll watch your yes, kids. Oh, perfect. Yes, let me just let me just drop all my kids off at your oh, house. God. Like Once you have three, care. No, one, four, five, six. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, I um took up like looked after my nephew, my friend's little guy, and um he it was he's such a doll. But honestly, like having a fourth kid around was really like nothing. And my my kids, <laughs> he's a little bit younger than my kids, but my kids thought it was the greatest thing ever because they're yeah. like, oh, come here, let's show you this let's show you that. And like, you know, um, it was just, yeah, yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Do I want a fourth child? No, Mm -hmm. but it was basically (laughs) like nothing. Like he was, yeah. So Oh, well, thank you. Years over here and I'll, I may have to take you up on that. We'll they see all entertain each other. Get. And then we'll Funny. take them to the emergency room because inevitably somebody <laughs> will shove something up their somebody. nose or break a bone. <laughs> and then we'll come back to my house and drink wine. Yeah. And yeah, perfect. All will be fine with the world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So before we, you know, carry on too much here. So I think in the upcoming weeks, we are going to try and nail down um, some guests. 
guests to come mm-hmm. on and chat with us. So, I mean, as always, feel free to comment um, when we post this week's episode. So just yeah. comment uh, under there on some things or send us a DM yeah. about some things that you guys might be interested in hearing about mm-hmm. um, or, um, yeah, hearing about or learning about. Um, and, of course, Steph, is there anything this week that you've been really into? We're loving or oh, gosh. Um, yeah. every time we do this, I like, I have stuff written down and then I leave it in a different spot. <laughs> and so then I have to think off the top of my head and then I end up saying something dumb and yeah, I don't know. Okay. Do you have something? Okay. You know, this week is honestly, I've been in my own head so much this week. I yeah. don't, I don't know what I have. I mean, I've been watching Shit's Creek at night. Yes. Did we talk about this already? I, I feel like I'm funny. such an influencer now. Yes, you must have told me. I think you were one of the final people who told me that it's so good. You have to watch it. So I've been just trying to watch a couple episodes of that um, on my laptop in bed. Yeah, <laughs> and, it's so funny. Um, it's so funny. It's so funny. And you can just pick up wherever you leave off. So yeah. that's, I mean, it's not really a product or anything that I'm using or whatever, yeah. but it's no. keeping me busy or keeping me distracted. So, totally. um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's what I've been, been oh. doing. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh, I know. Okay. Well, now I have, yeah, now I remember. No, two or three I sh- Okay. Yes. No, I always have two or three things. I, I love You're things. Um, what, no, I was going to mention this a couple weeks back, but I've been loving Taylor Swift's new album, her folklore oh, album. Oh her. my gosh. I do. And like, especially with fall coming on and like the weather being so moody and you know, this is a, quite a different album for her and it's just mm-hmm. beautiful. And I, I have loved it so, so much. Love her sound, love the style of this. Um, yeah, so really digging that. But the other thing I was going to say is I shared this um, Instagram account on my personal Instagram um, over the weekend. And um, it's an artist that I follow, and I think she's based in Wisconsin. Uh, her name is Lindsay. Lindsay Letters is the, um, the Instagram handle. I'll link it. But um, so she's an, she's an incredibly talented artist. And I actually came across her account about a year ago because her daughter, who was, uh, I think, seven or eight, um, was in a really... Um, an accident. It was kind of a fluke thing. She fell off a golf cart and hit her head so bad and now has a pretty severe brain injury. And, um, so the whole, you know, Instagram blogging world has kind of rallied around her and this family. And, um, just, it's a, you know, um, it was a, a really terrible situation. Um, mm. and she's recovering at home, but, um, you know, still going through a lot so of sad. therapy and, and stuff. Mm. Um, but Lindsay, so I came across Lindsay's, um, Instagram account and yeah, so she's an artist. Um, she has a bunch of beautiful, you know, original artwork paintings. I love an inspirational quote. So, you know, that's kind of, you know, anything mm-hmm. hand lettered, um, and, uh, she's really talented. So on her website, she just launched a new autumn collection and unfortunately she's in the States. So that means the shipping and duty and everything is quite, um, quite pricey. Um, okay. but she does have a whole collection of printable, um, art so that you can, Mm -hmm. you know, buy the digital files and download it. And so she just came Mm -hmm. out with a bunch of, uh, autumn, um, you know, nice quotes, nice little pieces that you can download and print wherever. So mm-hmm. yeah, I was loving hers. I was looking through, I think I'm going to order a couple of pieces and, and try oh, to do nice. that. Um, but yeah, no, that was, a. Uh, I love, 
loved her account and mm-hmm. just everything. She's, um, you know, obviously so strong with dealing with this through her daughter. And mm-hmm. um, does she have other kids? Or she does. Just- yeah, they have another so son as well. Yeah, a little guy. And um, Ava, her daughter, um, they uh, she has a couple of pieces on her site dedicated or kind of. Um, um, inspired by obviously both of her kids, but there's mm-hmm. the one thing that they came across is they're, they're a very faith-based family, very Christian. And, uh, you know, seeing a lot of the last summer into fall, um, the bright, beautiful skies and sunsets in the evening, they would call mm-hmm. it like an, an Ava sky or Ava love sky. Um, and that was kind of the hashtag that was going around. And, um, so she's done a couple of pieces inspired by that and just really beautiful stuff. Um, very whimsical, very abstract, very, yeah, um, really cool. And she's got, she features mm-hmm. the work of some other artists on her site as well, but I'll link it. It's really cool. And um, just reading her stories and um, mm-hmm. listening to her stories, I guess, um, she's just been really inspiring and really, yeah. really nice to see, so. It sounds like, I mean, even just hearing the little bit of her story and, you know, what's what they're going through, it really puts things into perspective too, right? Like as you kind of, I mean, I find always hearing stuff like that, right? Like, yeah, yeah it really makes you think, oh my gosh, you know, we're so lucky to, you know, you totally. know to be here, right? And, and, and not be up against something, you know, so devastating so that but you know it sounds like she's really um yeah I guess like learning and growing and overcoming some of that too right which is yeah I think here yeah and I think Ava has a long road ahead um still and uh lots of challenges and and Mm -hmm. um you know setbacks to her healing but Mm um yeah it was a pretty I remember, I remember just feeling like seeing somebody else who I follow post about it and just feeling mm-hmm. like the punch to the gut about it. Right. Cause mm-hmm. like what a fluke accident, you know, we spent oh, so yeah. much time earlier. I didn't mean to kind of cross these two stories, but like, you know, we spend so much time talking about our, our clumsy children and like silly mm-hmm. hospital trips and everything. And you're right. It does just put things into perspective. Yeah, and it's just it such does. A, a crazy fluke accident. Mm-hmm. I know at one point they kind of mentioned that there was speculation that maybe, you know, there was something else going on and, and the fall kind of triggered something, you know, triggered the brain injury to be much worse than what it could have been. Right. Um, oh, wow. But yeah, nobody, they don't really have a lot of answers. Mm-hmm. And so it was really devastating yeah. for all of them. And yeah, just a really, um, she's, you know, um, incredibly positive and graceful and yeah but then also sometimes very raw and very real and mm-hmm. vulnerable and it's nice to nice to see both sides of that and yeah you know, wish you could do something other than send your thoughts and prayers and um yeah. you know supporting her small business is one of the ways that you can absolutely that, right? so yeah, yeah. I just always oh, i'll have to check her out yeah thanks for sharing that so. Well, there you go. I'm going to have to check that out then. I'm going to go do that now as we hang up because yeah. I'm like, oh, I have to see what this is all about. So yeah. thanks, Steph. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, well, I guess we will, like I said, come up with some some folks to talk to in the next couple of weeks mm-hmm. and then uh, be back on here after everybody goes back to school. So good luck. Yeah. Good luck, everyone. Hopefully okay. this week has gone well. And- yeah. Fingers yeah. crossed, masks on, yeah. <laughs> hands, hands, hands washed, out. yeah, six feet apart. Yeah. Oh. We got it. You're so optimistic. I like it. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Sisterhood Unleashed. We'd love for you to come back and join us weekly and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also visit us online at sisterhoodunleashed.ca or on Instagram at sisterhood.unleashed. See you next week.